The good news about self-publishing is you get to do everything yourself. The bad news about self-publishing is you get to do everything yourself. Lori Lesko. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Turn Right Podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host. In today's episode, I am going to talk about seven things I wish I knew before self-publishing a novel. I self-published this sweep on November 15th of 2019, and with almost a year and a half of time that's elapsed, I think I have really learned quite a few things, quite a few good takeaways from that experience that I can share with all of you. So if you're new to self-publishing, if this is maybe the first novel you've considered self-publishing, then this podcast episode is for you. Overall, I think self-publishing is awesome if you think your story is very niche, if you think your story is not necessarily high concept. I think it's great to go ahead and put out a book, and that was one of the reasons why I decided to self-publish because I didn't really see a market for it. I queried the sweep out to a few agents, but not very many in all honesty. Like I definitely could have tried to query more agents. I don't even know if I queried 20 agents. I think self-publishing is also good if you are a newer writer and you don't really think you can take that rejection of hearing no's from agents or if you want to get your story to market quicker. And those were also factors for me. I had kind of felt like I had given my all to the novel and I just really wanted to get it off my chest. I really wanted to get it published and I wanted to move on to other things. I also didn't want to spend a year of my life on quote unquote nothing. I didn't want my writing efforts to go down in vain. So I self-published. Jameless self-plug, if you'd like to read The Sweep, it is available on Amazon, and I would love it if you wrote me a review. Now, let's dive into the meat of this episode. The first thing I wish I knew before self-publishing was the timelines. Now, self-publishing may be sort of a spontaneous decision. It kind of was for me. So I had not thrown a whole lot of research into the whole process. So Amazon and many other publishing companies may set some timelines for you. So it's important to be aware of those. I believe it's like three weeks or a month or so that you have to submit your final manuscript um, for Amazon to vet it before it goes live. And once you submit that, you can't make any changes until your publication date. And that was something I was not aware of. I thought I would have more time to work on editing and fine tuning my story, but I realized if it went live on November 15th, I think I had to submit it by like either October 15th or 30th or something like that, I would check Amazon's um, KDP publishing guidelines for those because I think those also could be applicable to changing and varying. Um, So that's another reason why I did not want to research that specifically and state it on this episode. I will also say there are more timelines than just actually going to market. For example, I really wanted to get a custom cover for my book. However, most illustrators that I was talking to, they needed like at least six weeks, if not more time than that. And that was just cutting things too close for me already. I started looking for my custom cover in about August. Like I said, I had this November timeframe in mind and I had this in mind for a couple of reasons. 
Um, I was switching jobs. I wanted to get this story published before the end of the year, before the holidays. So I was really set on this November deadline. So just be aware of all of these different timelines. If you want custom covers, if you want editing, um, just be aware of all of that. Number two, graphics and images that you may utilize for your cover or for your story, um, they may be allowed for the digital copy, but not for the physical copy. For example, my image that I used for the front of my cover, I designed it myself. It was not permitted to be used for a print copy. So I have two different images for my digital copy and for my print copy. My print copy is a very generic image from Amazon. Again, this was a matter of time. I didn't really have time to go out and, you know, try to find something that was permitted for physical copies. So yeah, just be aware of that. Some of the imaging you may use if you use imaging from somewhere else or you create your own image with a certain website or tool, it may be totally allowed on, you know, PDF, any type of online format. But as soon as you go to a physical copy, the rules sometimes change. Number three, try to become familiar with your editing software before you actually start to use it. I self-taught myself how to use Final Cut Pro for YouTube. I taught myself how to make, edit, and upload YouTube videos. It was a pretty quick process. I'm not the best editor in the world, but I think using Final Cut Pro in YouTube's platform is very intuitive. I do not think the same for Scrivener, which is the tool that I used. I thought, honestly, it seemed very archaic and almost like a foreign language. It took a lot of trial and error, and I spent an entire Sunday formatting my book for Amazon. I wished I had allowed myself more time to do that because my print copies, some of the spacing is not exactly what I would have liked, but it was really hard to judge that online. And if I had more time, I could have ordered the physical copy myself through Amazon, looked through it, and made the adjustments. Number four, you can make edits to your book once it becomes live. I was a little bit confused about this because of the whole holding period when Amazon vets your book before your first copy goes live. I believe now if I would go in and make an edit to the sweep, it would take about 24 hours for it to appear. For it to appear. Um, but this is very comforting to me because it's not this end-all be-all process when you submit it like I was kind of worried about. Number five, I wish I had put more stock into really building up my distribution network before I launched my book. Um, you know, it's a good idea to have some social media posts on hand like what you want to post on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, prepare all of that before the day of because the day of you're going to be like just nervous about the fact that it's going to go live on Amazon. Um, you know, you may have family and friends and people reaching out to you. You just want to make sure it looks good. You're going to be opening it up on your Kindle, PDF copy, um, physical copy, whatever it is. So you're not going to have as much time for those posts, so prepare them prior to launch. Also, send out copies of your books to family and friends before. Send it out to acquaintances you have on social media. Like, Don't be afraid to really step up your marketing game before the actual launch. Number six, you can give your book away for free in exchange for an honest review. That is totally allowed. You cannot pay someone 
to review your book. You cannot even do a giveaway for someone to review your book. I was really surprised to learn about that. Like you couldn't give away something other than literally your book for a review. Number seven, make a Goodreads account so people can find you on there. You can create an author page and link your book on Amazon to your Goodreads account. I hope these seven tips were helpful for you. Um, if you are thinking about self-publishing a novel, I don't regret anything. I would definitely self-publish a novel again in the future. The novel I'm currently working on, I really want to go the traditional route, but if I want to write dystopian and more um, abstract sci-fi, I would definitely consider doing this again. Overall, the process is not too difficult. Just give yourself enough time to get everything done. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you guys on our next road trip.